Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round two of 2019's March Monster Madness right here on Blah Blah Podcast. I am Jason Green. With me, as always, is Sean Smith. Give me what I want. <laughs> Do it. You know what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah, give it to me, baby. <laughs> you want give a Whopper, A Whopper, yeah. <laughs> also with us today is Stone Cold Steve Coldest. Hi, everybody. What's up, man? See any good memes recently? Oh, we we just discussed all that. Yeah, yes, we did. Also with us today is the dastardly Dan Katz. I'm twirling my mustache right now. You just can't see it. He's got me on a railroad track. Oh, God. <laughs> Unless you give me $75, this man will die. Wow, $75. Back then was a lot. Back then was like 7000 probably. I don't know. I can't do math. And rounding out this crew, making his delicious return is the big dog. Uh, it's been five months coming. I'm going to say it. Here comes the big dog. Mike Dowling. I, I feel like I'm losing a lot by not being a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> Give well, me what I want. <laughs> I like say, when, when, you, when you said that, I thought it was a reference to Stephen King's Storm of the Century. <laughs> You're like, "Give me what I want, and I'll go away." It's like, uh, okay. Oh man, no. You got to start watching, Mike. Watch. Mike's gonna watch one episode of Raw. And either just completely like excommunicate us from his life, or he's gonna just be a huge WWE fan. <laughs> like he's no, the only I, thing that I, he's watched recently of actual <laughs> matches is the only good stuff that WWE puts out, generally speaking. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was a fan during the Attitude Era, and then I grew up. What are you oh. trying to say? <laughs> oh. What are you trying to say? Just hit us with a low blow. <laughs> it's right, that doesn't need to be said. You'll, you'll, you'll always be the big dog in my heart. Big, big, big I think we'll need to have him watch Double or Nothing. Hopefully we get no. some dick truths again. <laughs> anyway, Sean, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> We're not doing anything on your terms, Jason. We're doing it on my terms. <laughs> I'll give you what I want. So you just funny. turned into Charlie Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so that really Fucking oh shit stirrer over here. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. Oh my god. Uh, so anyway, this is a uh, this is our new uh, our new tournament where we have all a bunch of horror characters, and uh, it's uh, a bracket tournament. You can look at them online on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and the way this works is we will all vote on each matchup based off of three categories, and they are. Uh, 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 character design, uh, cultural significance, and head-to-head fight. All right, are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. I am ready. All right, our first matchup for tonight, we have Tiffany Valentine from the Chucky series. Four appearances, she is a murderous bridal doll and the wife of Chucky. Her powers include high intelligence, criminal skills, voodoo magic, stealth, speed, and seduction. And she is That's one hot, that's one hot doll. <laughs> and she is facing Bagul from the movie Sinister. Uh, two appearances. He is an ancient pagan deity who consumes the souls of children. He His powers include vast dark powers, influence over children, ability to travel in between worlds, selective indivisibility, and teleportation. Damn. Hold on, hold on, guys. I got something stuck in my bagul over here. <laughs> uh, Mike should go first because he wasn't here last week. Yes, he was. 
Yes, I oh was. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh no! Oh no! I'm sorry, Steve wasn't here. Sorry. Nah, I was. I, oh Jesus Christ! I've uh, Tiffany because I'd fuck that doll. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeez. Uh, what does Bagul look like? Does it look like a? I'm glad um, you asked. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> looks like. Uh, Just make Casey sure you, you slowly look at the picture. It's a jump scare he, picture. He would. He looks like Casey Jones if his mask got melted to his face. That's that's kind of accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, yeah. The only. I mean, I know Tiffany. I don't know. I don't know Bagul otherwise. Other besides whatever's stuck in my butt right now, my ghoul's stuck right now. <laughs> I know it's a pretty grotesque name. I have uh, a feeling that Bagul was a big fan of grunge back in the nineties. <laughs> did he blow his head off? Did he blow his head off like Kurt Cobain? Ah, it looks like he did. No, looks but like he, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> he did turn to dust like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ew, he's gross looking. At least he dressed nice. Yeah, he's got a nice little. I think they, show. I think they both have a good design, but they're both like tailored for. I feel like they're tailored for different types of audiences. I mean, I know well, Sinister's more I mean, of like a horror movie, but Chucky. Would you guys? I guess you guys would categorize, uh, categorize the Chucky movies as like thrillers, right? And less horror. I'm not. I'm uh, not. Too, no, I've only seen no, the first one. No, I would definitely say horror. I would say the the only more one. More of them are horror. Fucking slasher series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. I mean, you could you God could say maybe say science fiction Damn. horror. What's up? I said you could you could maybe say science fiction horror, but I yeah. I, I mean they're they are one hundred percent horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, in a fight, I think Bagul would win because Tiffany's just a doll. You give that one to Mister B over here. Uh, see, I think that that would probably not benefit him that he's like mystical and the fact that she's really proficient in voodoo. Uh, yeah, you're she right. brought Chucky back from the dead. She's, if you've seen the later sequels, which uh, most of you probably have not seen, uh, Curse or Cult of Chucky, but uh, shows that she's able to put more than one copy of someone's spirit into different dolls and or human beings. So, I would say most of us have seen them. Sean, you've seen them, yes? Nope. Yeah. Never mind that. I, I knew that Sean. <laughs> I knew that Sean hadn't seen them, so that's why I was. Speaking. But I know plenty, so don't worry about me. I've only seen the first Chucky. It was all right. It was I and you would know it's called Child's Play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm probably thinking of Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that she'd probably be able to figure out some crazy voodoo spell or some shit to actually use against Bagul because she has more than one form also. Well, look so, at it this way. Bagul really only affects children correct children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. tiffany is not a child she has I guess a child he, but he, affects, he, he does affect adults in that he makes them watch snuff films but like she probably already does that it is time. true that is true so, so, so would bagul then try to make glenn or glenda kill tiffany uh, is, I don't, is, is, is that how that would work i don't know i, I don't know if that counts because it's a doll like is it a human? It doesn't doesn't really have a soul. Like does Glenn? Well, Glenn it, or Glenn it, it have only a soul? has a soul. Isn't that the whole thing about hiding the soul, trying yeah. to put the soul into a body? I guess. Mm. I'm gonna hide my soul in Tiffany. 
<laughs> That's <laughs> not a soul. Doll, Steve. <laughs> my soul me my dick. Well, Man. now we know to get Steve a Tiffany body pillow for Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a, shop at oh, this is with a flashlight connected. <laughs> no, he, was, he was here last week when I was talking about looking at my uh, Bride of Chucky 2-pack while, while I was talking about Tiffany. You missed out on that. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at things, too. <laughs> I'm looking at this uh, Mission Impossible thing over here. Oh, oh man. It's already cold. on top jizz. of the <laughs> All right. I am voting for Tiffany. Two out of three. I think that she gets um, design over Bagul. Uh, Mr. Grunge guy, and I will give her culture significance as well. So the fight doesn't really matter. However, I think that she might have a chance in the fight anyway. So I'm going two out of three, Tiffany. I'm going all three, Tiffany, for pretty much everything I've already said. So design. Uh, I think uh, design. I'm giving Tiffany because she has two designs. One of which is Jennifer Tilly, um, especially late '90s, early 2000s. Jason's favorite design. Yeah, and cultural significance, I think, obviously goes to Tiffany. I mean, we even just more recently heard Jason Blum say that it's likely Sinister is not going to continue while the Chucky franchise is getting both a TV show and its original continuity. And then, uh, you know, I mean, granted, Tiffany's not going to be in this reboot, probably. But, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the legend lives on. So two out of three, uh, at I least. I could totally Tiffany. see them, like, jumping to that being like a, a post credit scene of there being a girl doll just so they can skip all the other movies. I could totally see them trying to like set up a sequel with her. Yeah, post credit yeah, Maybe it'd be, it'd be more inclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I'm going to go with Tiffany two out of three. I, I still think Bagul would, would win in my head. That's how I see it. But I'm going to give her um, win in the fight, I mean. Uh, but I'm going to give her uh, culture significance and design. Definitely significance because uh, I was going to mention what Mike said, that Sinister is like pretty much dead. I mean, didn't we read last week that uh, they were thinking of putting the Sinister movies in like, what was it, the Conjuring universe or something like that? Uh, in- a- Insidious. Insidious, They've been talking yeah. about that, like lightly talking about that for a couple of years now. Yeah, but like Lin really Shea take down Bagul or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like... There, I guess there's a chance that Bagul can make like a you know a return at some point in the future, maybe come out at the Royal Rumble or something like that. But uh... <laughs> yeah, his death literally happened like between we recorded, like the series got officially canceled <laughs> yeah. between yeah. recordings. He got injured in a house show. You're like, out, oh, they might make another. Nope, no more sinister. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm going with uh, Tiffany Valentine. All right, uh, Steve probably doesn't need to say anything. I think we know who he's going with. I want to fuck that doll. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found the title for this episode. If it wasn't the tournament, <laughs> God damn it, John! We should start naming tournament episodes. You can do like round, like you know, whatever tournament round, whatever colon, and then the title. So colon, Steve's gonna fuck, fuck that, that doll. <laughs> or, uh, uh, word just start it making well. t-shirts. Probably. Oh yeah, I gotta go back to make t-shirts. Yeah, find out how to actually monetize them. Well, kayfabe. We'll, we'll talk about that off air. Kayfabe. <laughs> um, let's go to the next matchup. We have the mutant bear from Annihilation. Uh, one appearance. Uh, it is a uh, bear mutated with, with a human skull and was created by the Shimmer. Uh, its powers include super strength, sharp claws and teeth, and the ability to mimic human voices. And it is facing 
Frank Cotton from the Hellraiser series. Uh, two appearances. He is the uncle of Kirsty Cotton. He is torn apart and sent to hell via the Lament configuration. However, is able to return and regenerate with human blood. His powers include high intelligence, great physical strength, endurance, durability, speed, agility, stra- uh, strategic. Whoa. Whoa. He knows how to play Stratego? <laughs> One of them strategy, and I was thinking that, myself, what is like, that Sean hypnotism again? It's supposed to be strategy, but it's oh whatever. Uh, regeneration through vitality drain, huh? He, he drinks people. Yummy. Would you say he sucks them? S-U-C-C, baby. He gives them a big suck. I seriously think this one just comes down to design for me. Because obviously Frank Cotton has cultural significance because people think of either Cenobites or Skinless Body when they think of Hellraiser. Yep. Almost nobody knows that the mutant bear is. Yeah, I mean, if Annihilation didn't bomb, probably more people would. Uh, In a fight, I think that bear would fucking rip apart Uh, Frank Cotton just as well as the Cenobites. Um, Cinnabon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Dan. I um, I I like the bear more personally, but because I think that was like such a. I remember going into watching Annihilation. I remember reading online and seeing some YouTube thumbnails of how vicious that bear was, and it, it, I my expectations were still blown because I thought that bear was very terrifying, and I was like, "Wow, this is awesome." Um, but yeah, I'm gonna probably have to go with uh, good old Frank Reynolds. <laughs> Steve, have you have you seen Annihilation? Uh, I have not. All right. Do you like uh, women in gimp suits? <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> let me let me show you what this bear looks like. Okay, because I actually have seen Hellraiser. I enjoyed that movie. That's that's pretty dope, actually. Yeah, cool. when the when it when it like yells, it'll mimic a a voice. I'm surprised nobody's memed it. Not yet even like, a, putting, like it's not even a voice. It mimics the death curdles of another character when it's roaring instead of roaring. Yeah. I, I mean, I I like. I'm like surprised cool. nobody's memed it yet by like dubbing it over with like I don't know like fucking Dave Chappelle quotes or something like I'm Rick James, bitch. And make yeah, it ten I mean, It's got to be things that Trump says because the girls, <laughs> both the women in the scene, keep freaking out. Maga, ah! I'm gonna bomb the shit out of them. <laughs> That's a quote. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Frank Castle or whatever his name was. <laughs> no, I'll uh. Cause significance I would give to uh, Mr. Hellraiser Man because that was everybody. Most people know Hellraiser. Fight I would give to Bear Boy because Jesus Christ, that's he looks like he he fucks some shit up. Design I'd also give to Bear Boy because the hell, hell the Hellraiser guy is just a pile of guts. So then you're well, picking the bear. Yeah, that means you're picking the bear. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm picking the bear. All right. <laughs> from, from one bear to another. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't think you know what that word means, Sean. Oh, Steve does. <laughs> I do. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big bear. He's my bear, baby. Uh, this is this is a this is a tough one. Um, I mean, you guys are all right going uh with the the fight and the significance. So it really does come down to the uh the the design and oh damn, this is tough. Uh, I, I think for me, uh, design-wise, had the like I've seen the concept art and I've seen on-set photos, but in the movie, 
it is hard to actually see that bear like clearly you know it looks fucked up but mm-hmm. you don't know how fucked up it looks so like the yeah. the concept is there but the execution and act unless you go out of your way to look for that bear and actually see the human face sticking out of it like you don't know that really for the most part i i think the design like it is clear as day fucked up looking with frank so i would give the design i think to frank because you <laughs> i mean they're both messed up but one of them you can actually see mm. Uh, so does that mean you're giving the, 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 the pick to Frank? I would just because cultural significance above and beyond is Frank. Uh, Dan, you already gave it to Frank. Jason, are you going Frank? Frank, baby. All right. I don't, I I don't have to vote then. That's good. All right. Who would you vote for? Who would I have voted for? I think he's conflicted. I'm very conflicted. I, I really wanted to go for the bear, but. It's from one thing, like the design itself is very culturally significant with uh, Frank and people remember that, like the bear, unless you've like, like said, went every way to go look at it. Most people don't even think about it. I think if I had to break a tie between the two of them, I think I might go Frank simply because it's a better horror design as opposed to a creature design, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Um, like it, it's more what you prototypically find in, in a, a straight up horror movie as opposed to like that design from the bear could show up in, in a sci-fi movie, you you know, and you could argue that it Some is a sci-fi it. movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with horror elements. Uh, but yeah, so, okay. So I'm going to go Frank on that one. You know, that Please. bear kind of looks like the bear looks like the, the wolf thing from never ending story. I just looked, I just thought about that. It's creepy looking. <laughs> Like I'm like zoomed in on the mouth. I'm like, ew. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Gross. We'll have to show Steve the, the, the scene after the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. All right. Uh, let's go through our next matchup. We have Fluffy the Crate Beast from the movie Creep Show. Uh, one appearance. He is a fur-covered creature found in the Arctic in 1834 who is locked in a wooden box and hidden under a stairwell and is released 150 years later. His powers include armed with sharp teeth and claws, patience born of longevity and brute strength. And he is facing Mama from the movie Mama. Uh, one appearance, he, she is a female ghost and former patient at St. Gertrude's Asylum uh, back in the 1800s. Her powers include supernatural powers, levitation, possession, and parenting. Mike, what are you eating? Uh, I was eating M&M's. All right. <laughs> There's so fl- fl- fluffy sounds like the fluffy sounds like the monster from Star Wars Episode Four. It's a wampa, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> All right, we need to show Steve Fluffy. Yeah, because I'm just I'm just imagining it getting its arm chopped off by Luke being like. Aah! No, it's definitely not that. Let's uh, let's see. Is this a good one? Let's go with this one. That's fluffy right there. Oh, it's like it's like a wampa, but if a wampa was in Beetlejuice, <laughs> and portrayed by Ron Perlman. Exactly, it's his face. <laughs> he's, ah. got the weird, he's got the weird. He's got the weird nose and everything, and the big mouth. Hey, yo, Donnie. All right, who wants to start with this one? Red means stop. Mm. 
<laughs> Fine, I'll start with this one. Uh, design's because... going to Fluffy. Because <laughs> <laughs> now all I can think is Ron Perlman. <laughs> it does kind of oh, look man. like Ron Perlman. <laughs> it's so funny. Maybe it's I his dad. I can't unsee it now. <laughs> oh, is that like a clear shot of Mama from Mama? Is that what that's supposed to be? Yes. Yeah, that's from the scene where the one guy is like, the lights are out, so he is taking pictures and the flash of the bolt. Oh. And it creeps through and it has its weird floating CGI hair. I've definitely seen it, but I don't remember seeing that. specific doesn't stand out because it's not really that. It looks like she's getting ready. She's getting ready to do that finger circle thing. Like she's like, ah, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, design definitely fluff, fluffer. If I can't, I'm gonna pick fluffy for design because I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Stop looking at the picture. Okay, so if if we're going by cultural significance, I would also go creep show for that one because I feel um, more people have heard of creep show as opposed to mama. Uh, I forget who it was last week that was uh, putting the Guillermo del Toro tag on it. Um, Guillermo del Toro's produced a lot of uh, terrible horror movies. Oh, God, that one movie from a few years ago, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. The movie sucked <laughs> balls. That was, I, uh, I think, the first time I went to go to the movies around Rowan, because like, mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone uh, at the time. Say again. The Wrestler, <laughs> Rowan? <laughs> no, yeah. Keep going. Uh, oh, I remember going to see fucking Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. I was like, that's just not good. No, I hated it. <laughs> exactly. So for me, uh, I think that more people remember at least that, that uh, and it kind of rolls into ah. the design too. They they remember uh, what Fluffy looks like uh, compared to what Mama looks like, which is a CG disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also buy t-shirts with fluffy on it i've seen them in the mall out there with uh with mama and they probably sell some sort of thing with like actual crate as some sort of collectible i'm sure and that goes into the culture of significance too mike was saying with the t-shirts forgive me not knowing my my horror my horror like having no horror knowledge but is mama the one where she takes the fucking kid and steals it basically but. Okay, yeah, because there was I saw a movie a while ago, but I don't know if it was called Mother or Mama. Oh, Mother's a completely different. <laughs> mother, <laughs> you, you mean Mother? Because the movie I saw this this ghost mom steals a kid and the kid dies. Yeah. See, the movie I saw was an allegory for the Bible. And you have to, you have to yell the title, Mother. Uh, could I have one ticket for Mother? And you gotta say the Danzig talk song too, mother. That makes me think. It makes me think of Ghostbusters with Harold Ramis. Your mother. <laughs> oh man, I'm on fright rags right now, and uh, they have masks and enamel pins of Fluffy. Damn. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick a uh, furry Ron Perlman. <laughs> it's Ron Perlman's persona as Fluffy. Oh, good fucking god! <laughs> I mean, he, I he, he, Ron Perlman did bird. play the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh so shit! He has right. played a Beast before. Yeah, both he in real life makeup. and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he stole it from me. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah Connor. Uh, so, what are you guys going yeah. with? 
Yeah, I'm going with uh, Mama wins. Or not, I'm sorry. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. Fuck. Heel turn. Yeah, no. Two, two, three, four, <laughs> he hit me with a chair. <laughs> yeah, I'm going yeah. with uh, Fluffers. Fluffer Nutters. I'm not really sure in the fight, but it doesn't matter. So wait, I've I've never seen Mama though. Is Mama like a uh, a demonic entity that you can like walk through, or is it like a physical? Nah, object? She's a bitch. Sometimes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost going at the same time. Who cares? And Mama sucks. She's 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 leaving. Okay. Goodbye, Bye. Mama. <laughs> All right. Mama. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have Frankenstein's Bride uh, for appearances. She is a female creature created as a wife for Frankenstein's monster. Her powers include superhuman strength and indestructibility. Uh, she is facing off against Billy227 from the movie Unfriended. Uh, one appearance, she is an internet computer ghost whose spirit seeks revenge against her cyber bullies. Hey, it's Fluffy. <laughs> Her powers include possession, telepathy, perception, technology, intelligence, and hacking. Hacker man. Uh, I mean, it's Bride of Frankenstein, like all three, right? Because other other than like Billy or Laura Barnes actually taking control of electricity. <laughs> Well, here's the real question. Does Dr. Frankenstein's castle have a Wi-Fi connection? That's what we need to figure out. And can someone teach the bride how to use a computer? And would it matter if one of her powers is indestructibility? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think uh, I'd have to go with all three for uh, Bride of Frankenstein. And... I, I do st- still think Unfriended is an interesting movie with the concept. Like, I thought I was going to hate it, and I didn't hate it. So, I mean, I guess that's praise, right? Blender, man. Dude blends his hand. Does he drink it? I never saw the movie. No. <laughs> no. The, uh, the blender itself, I think, breaks where it's just exposing the blade, and he, like, shoves his face in it, but because of all the <laughs> digital... All of the digital artifacting that happens because of the faulty Skype call. And and, oh, and the PG-13 rating. I just remember right. crack, cracking up during that trailer. He's just like, he, he just goes to black for a second and cuts back. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> his own I, I like where it's just a freeze frame and he just looks like Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm oh my God, I blended my hand! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus now Christ, cow! Now, now I'm sad Chris Farley never did a horror movie. <laughs> Jesus, uh. I feel so stupid. I just I just found the screenshot of him. Of who Chris Farley or Blender Kid? A Blender Kid. Oh. Oh no. What's oh, the difference? No. <laughs> What's the difference? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's totally Chris Farley. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna stick my hand in this thing. Somebody help me. Excuse Dave, me he... while I flip up my sunglasses. 
Sean or Mike, you got to Photoshop the SNL cast and the Skype call below them. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to have like David Spade, Adam Sandler and Chris Kattan and Eddie Murphy, I guess. And then give him some cocaine on his on his uh, upper lip. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, By that era, that would be Chris Rock, right? Not Eddie Murphy. Sure. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. so. Well, anyway, uh, that, that, <laughs> I was just gonna say you should put us on there, but yeah, <laughs> it'll be Steve's getting his hand blended. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to this. Let's uh, let's let's vote on this. I'm going Frankenstein's Bride. Yeah, Frankenstein already went for it. Yeah, yeah, Bride. I'm going with the Bride of Frank. He Frank made his bride. own bride. That's that's not that's not politically correct. No, it's not. I trumped it. I mean, it, I was gonna say <laughs> uh, he bought his bride down in like Alabama. <laughs> God dang! It reminds right. me of the um. Oh fuck! What horror movie was it? I think it was. It was. It maybe it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There was like or one like the 2009 Friday the Thirteenth movie where there was like this hillbilly dude. He was like in a, an attic with a bunch of mannequins. He's like, yeah, you took my virginity last week. That was, yeah, that was Friday. The yeah, yeah, that was the, the 2009 one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, he's I only remember two things. scenes from that movie: that and the tits one. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect nipple placement. Yeah, stupendous. Stupendous. <laughs> I mean, how can I forget that scene? Now, Jason, you're thinking of the horror movie Chucky. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have. The Bye Bye Man. Don't think it does it. From the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. <laughs> from the Bye Bye Man. Oh, I put him on the on the meme list. Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. <laughs> One appearance. <laughs> he is a demonic boogeyman like figure of unknown origin who will stalk and kill anyone that thinks or says his name. Uh, his powers include inducing nightmare vision, sickness, illusions, trickery, teleportation, speed, madness inducing, and dark powers. And he is facing Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters 2. Uh, one, uh, yeah. one appearance, he is a uh, medieval tyrant and an oppressive, bloodthirsty sorcerer whose demonic spirit is held within a painting. His powers include dark magic, demonic and ghostly powers, and control over mood slime. And he was defeated with jizz. I mean, do either one of them have any kind of cultural significance? You can buy Vigo paintings. Oh, Fair enough. I, I guess so. Vigo. Vigo, Vigo was in a video game. But the pee-pee poo-poo man. Oh, God. Yeah, what yeah, about how, him? How big, how, how big are memes? <laughs> so, what the fuck did you just ask me? <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> what kind of fucking question is that? Uh, the, I, used to, I used to confuse the, the, the bye-bye night-night, whatever fucking man. I used to confuse him with the Duke. But then I remember the Babadook was the, he's the gay. Uh, well, he's the gay pride monster. <laughs> yeah, he's the gay pride figure. I was like, oh, that's All right, really I, differentiate them. I, I have a question. Uh, yeah. In terms of design, are we counting not only him in the painting, but also when he possesses people? Like when he possesses Ray? Yes. <laughs> no, I, Ray, am Vigo. Yes, no. Are we counting that? So counting sure, why not? A, uh, I, I guess so. All right, in that case, I go Vigo for all three. Vigo, the Carpathian. Yeah, the Pee Pee Poo Man doesn't really... Uh, I feel like um, Vigo 
would be the boss of Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. Like, Me too. Like, Vigo's like the end boss of a video game, and Pee Pee Poo Poo Man is, uh, you know, one of the bosses leading up to him. Hmm. I mean, realistically, Vigo can do a lot of the same stuff that the Bye Bye Man can. The only difference is, is that you can say his name. In fact, the, the, the wormy dude at the paint gallery says his name all the time. A child. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns him into a ghost somehow with a, and with a carriage. And he, gets, and he has flashlight eyeballs. Yeah, how'd that happen? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I can do that. I just don't want to show off. He turns into that weird. He turns into that weird nanny and flies through the sky. Yeah, did he have to dress in women's clothing? <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, never, I never really thought about that till right now. He totally was dressed in drag. He was like a drag demon. <laughs> he was stopping off at RuPaul's afterwards. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's another point of ego. He can pick. He can take his minions and put them in drag. <laughs> so the bye bye man's gonna be wearing a dress. <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> I'd go Vigo too, though for all three. What's yeah, everyone going, else? Uh, I'm going the Don Vito. Vito. <laughs> Don Vito, yo, Abe. He's dead now. F. <laughs> Mike. F. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, Vigo. He looks cooler in, in a video game. Uh, I had the the Vigo all three because. I haven't seen Bye Bye Man, but I've seen images of what it's supposed to be. I'm like, okay, it's just a Slender Man ripoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vigo is something you can buy. Buy. It's very uh, memorable picture. Oh <laughs> and, my God, uh, the Larry Brothers. What? <laughs> he'd win in the <laughs> yeah. He'd win in the fight. So uh, all three go to Vigo. Okay, let's so, go. I said, oh, my God, the Scolari brothers. Oh, <laughs> I came from the chair. I thought you said the Sklar brothers. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, our next matchup, we have Valak from the, the, the movies Conjuring and the Nun. Uh, two appearances. It, it is a demonic spirit that takes the form of the nun and the crooked man. Its powers include demonic powers, possession, shape-shifting, te- uh, telepathy, blocking, clairvoyance. And it is facing Jennifer Cheek from the movie Jennifer's Body. Uh, One appearance, (laughs) she is a demon succubus who inhabits a high school cheerleader who must uh, feed on teenage boys to keep her eternal youth. Suck. (laughs) These balls. Her powers include superhuman strength and speed, enhanced beauty, seduction, levitation, murder, and cheerleading skills. I think my favorite throwaway line from that movie was talking when she was telling how her mom dates the butcher, but she calls him the meat store marketplace manager. That was probably my favorite throwaway line from that movie. It's like, you couldn't say butcher. You had to say meat store marketplace manager. Mm-hmm. Damn, a mouthful. That's that's Diablo Cody writing for you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. Jason. Sean. How, how are your thumbs feeling? They're good. They're holding the microphone right now. <laughs> he only just discovered that last week. Jason had to experience the the, the toe thumbs. Jason, do oh, the, right, Megan Fox's toe thumbs. Do, do the hammer thumb. Do the thumbs uh, inhibit any sort of uh, uh, design for you in this matchup? No, I mean, I guess I can kind of overlook them. I mean, <laughs> I guess they would grip the uh, 
grip her victims easier. But I mean, I don't really pick. I don't really pick. (laughs) I don't really pick things up with my feet. Put both hands on them. Maybe um, what's her name? Vlasic with a pickle. Steve, you have a, a foot fetish. <laughs> she could jerk. She could jerk me off with her hand feet. <laughs> maybe uh, the nun Valak, or maybe her one weakness is toes. <laughs> so uh, she's, she sees her and she's like, ew, ew, no. So Jennifer's body will shove like her thumb toes into Valak's eyes and then kill her. Uh, her her Jen- old her. Jen- <laughs> Her ultimate uh, nemesis is Quentin Tarantino. Oh, fuck. I heard a rumor that Jennifer Jennifer's Bodies is uh, is Quentin's favorite movie of all time. I think we found out why. Yeah, he's got, he's got hand feet. But definitely, I think cultural significance goes to uh, the Nun because um, we recently had the Nun movie, and that's that's as far as I know, that's that's way more fresh in people's minds than Jennifer's Body. Unfortunately, there there's an action figure that's coming out for it, so that. That uh, something that you can't say for Jennifer's body. Yeah, and uh, culture. I mean, um, design. I'm gonna give to the nun as well because it's a creepy ass looking horror design, horror movie design. I mean, Megan Fox is toe thumbs aside. <laughs> Megan Fox is very beautiful, but in the context of the horror contest, definitely the the horror looking monster. Uh, fight. I really don't know, but two out of three. I'm I'm going to the the nun lady. So. I'm gonna father, son, Holy Spirit, toe thumbs. All right, Steve, how do you feel about your thumbs? Well, it's a it's a good thing that one of these categories is did you jack it to this movie? Because Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> all right, new category, guys. <laughs> Imagine some weirdos like I uh, I jacked it to the nun. It's like how? <laughs> Derek's like gonna it. be very very <laughs> confused. <laughs> At least the nun kept someone awake. Oh, <laughs> all night, baby. Oh man, yeah. Someone go before me. I gotta think. <laughs> I gotta think on this one because I only I didn't see like I only saw parts of the nun because that was I was at my cousin's house and he was watching it and I was kind of like really not paying attention. Unfortunately, I have seen all of Jennifer's body, even including her toe, thumb, hand, weird things. But yeah, no, I have to think more. Someone Look else. Those things. Jesus I Christ. Give, uh, two out of three to Valak for design and cultural significance. Uh, not really sure on the fight. I mean, do you think she she just, Oh, do you think she uses her thumb as as a power tool? Like it's you don't even need a hammer or anything. <laughs> she uses it to open beer bottles. She probably shoved that. She probably shoved that sucker inside of Amanda Seyfried. Just like bam. <laughs> Without warning. <laughs> yeah, just like, ah! She's got to clip that thing, man. I, I'm going to go Valak as well. Um, I, the, to me, it, it really comes down to uh, the fight. And I don't know. I, I feel like um, at the end of the day she is somewhat mortal i mean compared to a demon i mean she was killed at the end of jennifer's body am i correct am i misremembering no she dies she died so like obviously isn't dead after the nun because he's in the conjuring too they don't want none (laughs) so i'm gonna go valak on this one Yeah, I'll go. I'll go nun too. I'll go creepy nun over thumb toes. Thumb nun. 
Mike, what do you think? Jennifer don't want none that. Yeah, uh, she don't want none, man. Yeah, no, I think I would go with the none all three. All right. That, that was easy. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We have the entity from Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Entity. Oh, coming in a little hot there, Jason. Entity. There we go. Uh, an he is an ancient demon who scoured the world, killing people before being trapped in a story that allows evil to be depicted. And once the story dies out, the entity can escape into our world by killing a gatekeeper. His I'm powers... sorry, what movie was this? <laughs> it's, it's a new nightmare, Jason. Gotcha. I, yeah, I so totally got distracted. Uh, it's, his powers include demonic powers, razor-sharp claws, superhuman strength, and control over people's nightmares, ability to warp between the real world and the dream world. And Shit. he is facing the Death Angels from the movie A Quiet Place. Uh, one appearance, they are aliens who are extremely sensitive to sound and attacks all living things they can hear. Their powers include immense strength, speed, stealth, sharp teeth, intelligence, and bulletproof skin. And they like to eat Jim Halford. <laughs> We're such a big him. fan. So the so the entity the entity has to fight Sigourney Weaver, the gatekeeper. <laughs> well, I, I I mean that's what it says in the wiki. In the movie, they never really express any of that. He comes into ew. <laughs> 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 say he comes into being uh because they weren't making any more freddy movies so it's not like he had to really do anything he just needed them to um uh, ruin the franchise mm. is the entity a, is the entity a pedophile oh too, god like we are prime time ready for a, a new a new new nightmare oh new new nightmare <laughs> yeah new new it's new new Oh, God, Ryan Gosling, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw that online. <laughs> it confused me. I was like, who's that? Okay. Um, well, definitely cultural significance right now. I would give to Quiet Place because we're hot off the presses of Quiet Place 1, which what, that came out, what, a year ago, I'd say? Uh, maybe a little less. And... Um, People loved it, and they've already uh, John Krasinski already Instagram shared that they're making a sequel. So definitely yeah. quiet place, cultural significance, um, design. I'll hold off because I got let me look at the entity real quick. Well, uh, <laughs> head to head fight. I don't think Jason realizes what it is. Still. No, I don't. It's 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 basically a souped up form of Freddy. It's like oh, okay. it, it, some people call it Demon Freddy. Oh, I always figured yeah. Freddy was uh, it's got a the, big mouth. The demonic looking version from Freddy versus Jason when his ears are pointy. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Well, still, I, I have heard people refer to it as Demon Freddy as well. Uh, but I guess that may have been before Freddy versus Jason came out. Oh, he's about to stick his tongue out. That's nice. Um, yeah, I uh, I am going. Oh, Jason, did you finish what you're voting? Um. I was thinking of you can go. That's fine. Oh, I, I don't want to just I don't want to just think out loud and ramble. I was just gonna say I, I think that you were right on the money with uh, cultural significance for a quiet place. I definitely I mean it made a lot of money and it uh, it really brought a lot of people, uh, especially during the, the 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 months before Infinity War, actually made people go to the movies. So 
Um, I, I would definitely give it for that. Uh, design, no question, goes to the entity. Uh, they they made a, a, an even better looking Freddy compared to what they had before. And um, to me, the Death Angels just look like a, a rejected J.J. Abrams monster. Yeah, look at this shit. I don't even think that's the monster. That looks like the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, in terms of uh, the fight, I think that the entity would fuck them up. Uh, the entity doesn't have to make noise. Um, he can go in between different, uh, different, um, uh, whether you're asleep or not, different worlds. So let's say, for example, these things do sleep. They would be screwed anyway. You know, I mean, if you can only harm them from the inside, which is what happens in the movie, she uses the shotgun to blast into their mouse. I mean, he, he goes inside people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and blast in their mouth. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I would have to completely disagree about cultural significance just because of the fact that if you go back and look at most Halloween masks that were ever sold of Freddy, almost all the people always end up having a new nightmare mask and just not knowing that they, it was a new nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, right there, did they like, know it was It was just was hanging around in stores forever until Freddy vs. Jason came out and sometimes even after because of them selling the same thing every year. I would say then culturally that is not significant. Uh, But they also have made lots of merch uh, for that design. You can buy lots of figures of it. So... As well as sure, yeah, for and a little, little, little bit more of a hardcore fan base, but I if swear you're every... saying like, the people that are just like Freddy Krueger got a mask, oh no, it's Freddy Krueger. Like, no, it's not. It's the entity. No, it's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like that sort of right there just diminishes the significance of the entity. Dan, I'm I'm just very curious. How many of these come down to whether they have figures or not? Uh, well, it's Freddy, so it's kind of biased. So I feel like it's like almost every other matchup. It's like, oh, they have a figure. <laughs> Uh, I was mad that that, that uh, that's how that I uh, existing. So that, that was one of my things for uh, the Star Wars tournament. <laughs> how many figures they had? <laughs> <laughs> I, otherwise, I think like uh, the, that was one of the big things I was able to have against the Rancor because I think it only had like one figure. That's because it was but, too expensive. Uh, regardless, the design definitely goes to the entity and. Even without the the canon of previous Freddy Krueger movies, where he also fucked with something with with hearing before, I think this Freddy is more powerful and could do that anyway. But I'm not really counting that. But I think it would fuck him up. I feel like they they have they're a being that has to like sleep at some point because they seem to, you know, function on regular on on plot needs. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they function on. Like if he has uh, Freddy Krueger's powers, like and Krueger, that was what that was Dream Warriors. No, no, that was part six where he that was cre- Freddy's dead, where he fucked yeah, with the, the, the deaf kid. Up, he created a souped up uh, hearing aid and made his head explode. Oh shit! Yeah, that's what I was referring to. But oh, I, fuck, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't really want to count that because it's like true because it's not technically but... Freddy. I mean, it's not the entity. It's Freddy. but it's like I think if this movie had that kind of character in it, they would totally have done the same thing, just been more. Or less campy about it, because yeah. New Nightmare was just more straight laced. But didn't they oh. use a hearing aid to damage the the Death Angels in a Quiet Place too? That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> One step ahead of you, bitch. <laughs> Steve, you've been awfully quiet. What do you What do you think? And he's dead. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> God damn it! My mic 
my microphone died for a second there. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to vote for Freddy Entity because in this picture it looks like he's getting a BJ. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that like, has the exact same smile as Fluffy. He does. He just he's less he's less uh Ron Perlman. He looks like if Ron Perlman got shot in the face. He <laughs> <laughs> just blew he just with a shot shot shot. His nose and boom. Got shot in the face uh, again. Yeah. I'll give I'll give Fred Fred Tinty the woman. Ah, Fred Tinty. Fred's titties. Oh god. That's the new that's the new nightmare on Elm Street, Fred's titties. <laughs> All right, are we all in agreement with uh, the entity? Yes, yes sir. So. All right, let's go to the main event. Our last matchup for this week, we have Mater Suspiriorum from Suspiria. Two appearances. Uh, she is the oldest and the wisest of the three mothers, and she resides inside the Dance Academy. Her powers include, include witchcraft, invisibility, illusion casting, and telekinesis. Uh, and she is facing Pennywise from the movie It!, Uh, One appearance, Uh, he is a cosmic entity that is a billion years old, spawned from stuff. Uh, His powers include high intelligence, disguises, manipulation, trickery, shape-shifting, immortality, possession, superhuman strength, speed, and telekinesis. I think we should (laughs) tell Steve that we're only going by the the 2017 movie version of Pennywise. Yes. Because of the rules of the tournament. Beep, beep. (laughs) Steve, dance for us. Oh God! Yeah, I'll do the. I'll do that meme dance. <laughs> this uh, this uh, battle is all about dancing, I guess. This one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what we did Especially there. Especially when you talk about. I saw the head to head should be a dance battle. Being remake. Dance off. Because the original Suspiria is very little dancing. There's only one scene of dancing, <laughs> and she gets yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Suspiria is that Rihanna song. What? That's the Serbia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Suspiria. Suspiria. Isn't the Serbia that Shia LaBeouf movie? Yeah, it was the uh, ripoff of Rear Window. Rear so ass. My, my, my head cannon is now Rihanna's hit song, Suspiria. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm, send, I'm sending you guys some photos so you can see what she looks like. Um, Damn. Because... Ugly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Steve doesn't really have a background in, uh, at, at least, uh, Suspiria. No. Besides the song, I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's some images of what she looks like from, uh, a, vag- a vagina on her chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at the lips on that thing. <laughs> chest God. fucking. <laughs> God, it's dick or heart. All right, so um, as 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 much of it pains me to say, I think cultural significance definitely goes to Pennywise. Uh, it was a big success uh, at the box office. Um, <laughs> now, right over there. As, as far as this design goes, I have nothing against the Pennywise model in in this uh, remake version. I think it looks fine, but uh, she looks way better. I think. Um, in both versions, I mean, you can say what you want about the the makeup uh, from the the remake. You don't even see that much of it in the movie, but I definitely think she looks way better than uh, Pennywise does. So then it comes down to the fight, which is kind of tough because their their powers, uh, believe it or not, are somewhat similar. Um, they they both use different forms of 
you know, dark magic. I mean, she she has more uh, witchcraft uh, to her ability. I mean, Jesus, we saw in the remake, uh, they were able to bring people back from the dead. Spoiler. Um, So it's and she was able to make people's heads explode. So I I think it really comes down to the one that's more powerful all around because Pennywise is kind of like limited to the town of Derry, right? Like, and he can only come out once every what thirty years. Mm, yeah, this is, it sounds like a Jeepers Creepers situation. Yeah, whereas she can obviously go elsewhere. She has gone elsewhere. Yeah, in fact, there's and, three and, of them, and, it, and had <laughs> things happen at places that she wasn't even at. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm just, I'm gonna say right now I'm going uh, Superiorum. That's going to be my vote. You guys have it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do this. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Pennywise. Um, I think Why? Head, I, well, head to head, I think, would go to Superior Arm. But cultural significance to Pennywise. Uh, you know, you yeah, have, there's toys of Pennywise. Yeah, I'm beyond the toys part. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like, we, you're not going to find uh, Suspiriorum in an episode of Robot Chicken. Uh, and, you know, when you have people outside of the fandom of horror... You're not, they're, they're not really going to think about Suspiria, even though it came out last year, a uh, remake. But people are always going to be remembering Pennywise. I mean, there's another one coming out. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Design-wise, it took, you know, it, I didn't remember what she looked like. I really liked the new Suspiria, but I didn't even remember what the hell she looked like. Um, looking at these pictures, okay, that's all well and good. But I think uh, looking at Pennywise, that's more than just the clown. You have the leper who I think looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I think I would, I would actually give the design to Pennywise. Let, let me ask you this. Has Red Letter Media yeah. covered it at all? I, I, sh- I don't. I don't know. The, they talked about this movie in a half in the bag. But did, did they I, spent like a, spend like a large section on, any uh, it movie? Don't Are they the end all be all of film criticism? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't watch every half in the bag. Uh, I'm just saying. There's they, they're they're covering Suspiria. Just saying. They got a wide audience. Jeez. But uh, uh, Steve, I, what what do, you, what do you say? Do you have Prince Albert in the can? You do. Well, you better let the poor guy out. Uh, uh. It's uh, the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I like quoting that one more, and I don't like I don't like the Suspiria song that much. Rihanna's overrated. <laughs> God damn it! I don't know. I'll vote for fucking Clown Man in this meme tournament. I don't know. Uh oh, Jason. Yo, it comes down to you. No, well, I don't know what to do with this much power. All right, just, just uh, let, think Jason, of it this way, go, Jason. Go watch, go watch the two Suspiria movies and get back to us in the next <laughs> eight hours. Let's All right, stay right here and don't move. I'll be right back. Let's, um, let's, okay. Break it, break it down, Jason. Cultural significance definitely yeah. Pennywise. That's the easiest one. Um, and since we're and we're just going off Pennywise twenty seventeen, I know. So mm-hmm. he looked he. He looks good when he's not CGI. The Suspiria lady, uh, I'm looking at the pictures that you shared. Pretty fucking creepy. But 
and, and now I'm just going off of what I would be more scared of because I think they look, both look great. I'd personally be more scared of Pennywise. I mean, this is fucking creepy, but I don't know. There's just something about clowns, especially when you're going when you're on the Q train and you see some guy making balloon animals, and he's like, yeah. well, he's like fluting around and giving them to ladies. It's really creepy. Those weren't balloon animals. <laughs> no, oh, they're condoms. So by an edge, and <laughs> I, I, I might have to go to, with Pennywise on this. Uh, on an edge, I'm I'm gonna give him the design, and that's still two out of three head to head. Um, I mean Pennywise hibernates for like thirty years, so I feel like Suspiriora lady can come over and just curb stomp him as he's sleeping. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she I'll give, I'll give her that in the fight, but two out of three. I'm going Pennywise. Mm. Burn it. She can burn it down. Burn it. That's kind of funny considering the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That uh, brings us to the end of the second round. Uh, let's preview the matches so that we will have next week for round three. We will be seeing Tiffany Valentine facing off against Frank Cotton. Uh, Fluffy the Crate Beast facing Frankenstein's Bride. Uh, Vigo the Carpathian facing Valak. And Two paintings. <laughs> oh shit! You're right. Oh my god! And uh, in our main event, the the hits don't don't stop for Pennywise. Pennywise facing off against the entity. Shit! I've never seen such a person get the deck stacked against him like Pennywise has <laughs> in this tournament. <laughs> uh, but yes, so Jason, bring us home. Let's go home, everybody. Put a ball in the end of this episode. This nice little. Fun, loving tournament episode for 2019 March Monster Madness. We hope you liked it. So go on our Twitter page, follow us, blah, blah, pod one. Follow us on YouTube, blah, blah, podcast. Keep an eye out everywhere and all other podcast feeds to keep up to date. Let us know what you think. Tweet at us. Let us know what you think of our choices. And I was trying to think of something funny, but I couldn't think of anything. So I'll just I'll just continue wrapping up. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your week and remember go to Rihanna's Spotify page and listen to Suspiria bum 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 Suspiria good night Suspiria Suspiria